Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you are struggling with addiction, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, 203-917-8862. What I want to talk with you about today is when is it the right time to get sober? When is it the right time that I need to start thinking about getting into recovery and putting the booze down or putting the drugs down? And the truth of the matter is, nobody comes flying into sobriety on the wings of glory. We're never going to feel pumped up or quote unquote ready, and I say that in quotation marks, right? Ready to get sober. Because the thing is, is using and drinking has become a coping mechanism. It has basically become a survival uh, tool uh, subconsciously, whether we realize it or not. It is a way that we get through our problems. It is a way that we get through life in a comfortable manner, even if it causes chaos, even if it causes uh, havoc and and creates a lot of suffering. Um, We actually can find comfort in the suffering and in the struggle, which it sounds... It sounds crazy, it sounds a little backwards, but it's the truth because sometimes it's easier to uh, live in known hells than explore strange heavens because at least we know it. We know that we can get through it. And one of the most important pieces of, um, one of the most important things of being a human being is that we are looking for structure, we are looking for certainty. And certainty is a very important uh, aspect of our life, right? When we have a lot of uncertainty, we are not comfortable. We do not feel like we have uh, stability and, and functionality. And in a weird way, we find stability in our addiction. It gives us something that gives us a, a level of certainty that we know what to expect, even if it's difficult, right? So whenever we go into something that represents change or it represents um, uncertainty, even if that change is a positive, and we can know this logically, we can know that getting sober is going to be a good thing for me, or at least it represents that, right? It gives us the opportunity to be that. Um, it still causes a lot of fear. And we get into that fight or flight uh, mode, right? When, when any type of change comes our way, a lot of times we want to run. We don't want to embrace that because it's uncomfortable. So we are designed in our addiction to remain comfortable. And our addiction, it keeps us trapped in that cycle, right? So the one thing I want to clear up here is you're not you're not going to feel like you are ready or excited to get sober. 99 out of 100 times. Most of the time, we get sober when shit is rough. We get sober when we uh, are going through challenges and pain in our addiction. We uh, think about getting sober when we are suffering. You know what I mean? And we have that gift of desperation. That's what I always go back to is I was given the gift of desperation. I did not get sober when things were sweet and shit was real um, easy and I just decided, oh, I think I'm just going to try getting sober. That wasn't the case at all. I got sober out of like just straight up pure desperation because I didn't even have confidence that I could get sober. Um, and that I had a future of sobriety or in recovery, but I was just desperate enough to give it a try, even though I didn't have any faith. It was pretty much blind faith. I was going off of other people that I knew 
had a decent life in sobriety and actually, dare I say it, a good life in recovery. Um, Luckily enough for me, I got around people who had long-term sobriety and and really helped guide the way. And I just went in with blind faith because I did not think that that was possible for me. So the way that I knew that it was time to give sobriety a chance was it clearly, using was clearly not working for me. You know what I mean? I finally got to the place in my life where I was like, dude, this shit is not working for me no more. I have to try something different. I have to try anything that is different than living in this scenario because it is just causing me mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual pain. You know what I mean? And it was causing so much damage in not just in my personal life, but but to the people in my life that, or at least that were in my life, right? The relationships that I had, my family, and the few friends that were sober that gave a shit about me, I, I, uh, I didn't have much left. And I needed to really get to this dark place, this quote-unquote rock bottom that we all hear about, um, where I decided that something needs to change. And I always use the term rock bottom with, with kind of like quotation marks and, and because it's different for everybody. Rock bottom can look like a lot of different things for everybody else, you know, everybody else is in a different situation, right? So you might be in a predicament where you still have a nice house, you still have a nice job, you still drive a nice car, but you are in such immense amount of pain emotionally, uh, spiritually, mentally, that it's enough of a rock bottom to get sober. And then there are people like myself, where I'm 20 years old, I'm on the verge of homelessness, sticking a needle in my arm, living in a really shitty neighborhood, And I just decide that, you know what, I got to do something different. This clearly is not working out. And the truth of the matter is, is we get to determine when our rock bottom is. You can't ever look at someone else's situation and be like, you know what, that is his rock bottom. That is her rock bottom. But we do get to decide when our rock bottom is because everybody's pain threshold is different. So whether you're uh, the kid who's on the verge of homelessness about to be living on the street, or you are the uh, family businessman living in the pent, the penthouse suite and has an amazing life as far as no, uh, uh, external standards go, you could be at rock bottom in both places, right? So how do we determine, how do you determine when, you, uh, when it's time for you to get sober? And you get to decide. You get to decide based off of how much pain you're willing to tolerate and how much damage you are willing to take. Everybody's pain threshold is different. You know what I mean? So I just needed to get to the place where I was desperate enough to try something else. I was desperate enough to to just give it a shot. Just try something that was not going to uh, continue down the path that I was on. You know? So um, that's a really key factor is just having enough. Enough is enough. And... Realizing that, you know what, the path that I'm on right now, uh, if it continues on this trajectory, where am I going to end up? Where am I going to, what is my life going to look like a month from now, six months from now, a year from now, six years from now, and so on and so forth. And unfortunately, we, t- we bullshit ourselves a lot, quite a bit in our addiction. We tell ourselves, well, I'll stop tomorrow. 
it's not that big of a deal, I've got enough time, or I'll figure it out, and I'll change on Monday because it'll start off a new week, or I'll switch from liquor to beer, and that'll be okay. We tell ourselves all these different scenarios, and we are masters at manipulation and justification. We bullshit ourselves, and all we really end up doing is kicking the can down the road. And the problem is, in today's day especially, we are messing with drugs and substances out there that will kill you, that will take you out. We don't have six months, six years. Forget it. People are not surviving anymore. You know what I mean? So it really puts an emphasis on on how important it is to get these wake-up calls, if you want to call it that, and get to these emotional, mental, uh, physical, spiritual bottoms because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Even though we tell ourselves that we, that we do have tomorrow, that we're guaranteed another shot next week. It just doesn't exist anymore. And it's unfortunate, but it's almost like I, I feel like every couple weeks or definitely a couple months, I'm hearing about somebody else that's passing. And, um, and it really just puts things into perspective for me because I really don't think I would have made it um, in using in today's day. I really don't. I don't. Not the way that I used. And I don't know how people are... Uh, I, I don't know how people are making it out here. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. It's just, it's like the wild, wild west. You just have, it's a big game of Russian roulette. You have no idea what is in each of those fake 30s and with all the fentanyl going on. And even if you're buying other drugs, you don't know if it has fentanyl in it or not. You know what I mean? So the the severity of, of the game and the industry, the drug industry right now, or I should say on the street, is uh, it's pretty severe. It's, it is no joke, you know what I mean? So I really try to hammer these points home to people because you think when you're in it that you have 101 chances, and it's just not the case anymore. It's really not. And it's not even like you need to get um, an excessive amount or people are overdosing because they got one too many pills or they took more than they usually do. No, it's the same exact dose that you normally take. You know what I mean? And that's what's taking people out. And so what I'm really trying to convey to you here is if you could take a look back on the progression of your addiction from when you started and how you've developed, how your tolerance has increased or how your interests have dropped, how it's impacted your relationships, how you continue to lie and manipulate yourself and considering that your addiction has progressively gotten worse and you clearly cannot stop on your own, it's usually all these are pretty good indicators that it is time to get some help that it is time to really, really consider sobriety. And of course, it's not going to be an easy decision. It's not going to be something that is pleasant. It's not going to be something that is comfortable. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be. It's not supposed to be. But it is something that can change your life for the better. And it's never a bad time to do something that is going to put you on a better path. You know what I mean? Sometimes we just have to make it that simple in our mind. Like, okay, clearly this is not working out for me, right? And if I continue down this path, then I'm not going to end up in a position to succeed or to win in life. 
And even if I don't believe I'm capable of having a good life in sobriety or I'm capable of having long-term sobriety, maybe I just need to give it a shot. Maybe I just need to give it a try because someone else has done it, right? There's always someone else who has been in a similar position, if not worse position than, we've, than, than you're in, right? So if they can do it, if I can do it, you can do it, 100%. But the key here is to get around people who are sober. I'm telling you right now, I could not get sober on my own. I just could not do it. Um, my, my mindset, my perspective was not where I needed it to be to even stand a chance. I really needed to rely on people that could guide me. You know what I mean? I just did not have the tools. I did not know how to get through life without using. That was, that was the only tool I had, right? It was, it was the thing that helped me get through stress, worry, pain, fear. It was the one thing that helped me celebrate when I was excited, when it was raining, when it was sunny. It didn't matter. I fucking used no matter what, right? So you got to get honest with yourself, this clearly is not working out for you. So when is the best time to get sober? It's right now. It's today. It's starting right now, in this moment. You make a decision. Everything starts with a decision. And that's why I do not like the, uh, this might seem like it's a little off topic here, but, it, but it's not. Hear me out. I, I don't like the, um, the phrase of looking at, I, I don't look at the terminology of, of addiction as a disease. I don't, I don't like that terminology. And the reason why I don't like it, even though I do understand why it's defined as a disease, the reason why I don't like it is because it simply takes away your power. It takes away a lot of people's power from, from getting sober and believing in themselves that there is more to life. A lot of people tell themselves, well, if I have a disease and I think a certain way, then I'm always going to think this way. You know, maybe I am too far gone or maybe I am past the point of no return. And it's not true because we all have a choice. We do. We all have a choice to get sober, right? And so a lot of people, when they tell themselves that I have a disease, they use it as a cop out to not get better right? And they almost blame the addiction like it is a, um, like a separate boogeyman, an entity that they can't change. And I don't agree with that. We can change it. Do not give away your power. And like I said, I do understand the definition. I do understand why it is considered a disease. I'm not trying to like, you know, I'm not trying to go um, tit for tat here with with science and data and all that and people who are a lot smarter than me. But the point that I'm trying to make is don't take away your power, right? Understand that we do have a choice to get sober. And although when I put a substance in my body, my mind does react a certain way that I don't have a choice over. This is where the disease part comes in because I react differently than someone who does not have an addiction problem, right? My mind and body respond differently when I put that drink in me, when I put that drug in me. That is not a choice. However, I do have the choice to do something different. I do have the choice to put myself on a different path. I do have the choice to... Uh, make progress in my life and to surround myself with people who are sober as well and can teach me a few things. I do get to choose to be open-minded and willing to do something different. 
that is where your power lies. That is where you need to come to the decision and say, you know what, my time is now. This is when I need to get sober. This is when I need to do something different. Because what I'm doing clearly ain't working. And if it ain't working and it's going to continue to not work, then I might as well try something else and put myself on a better uh, pathway and a better position to win in life. Because I'm telling you, if you just give sobriety a chance, if you just give it a fucking shot and you just get around a few like-minded people who are willing to take you in and, and you know, show you some, some guidance and give you some tips and tools and, you know, man, your life can change so fast. It'll blow you away. It'll blow your mind, right? So I just want to encourage you that you are not hopeless. You are not helpless by any means. And the best time to get sober is right now. Tomorrow is not going to sound any more appealing. Uh, it's not going to sound any more appealing next week. It's not going to sound uh, appealing next month. Monday is not going to change anything, right? So um, the best time is now. If you're in pain because of your addiction, uh, understand that you don't ever have to feel this way again. You really don't. But you're not going to do it on your own. I'm willing to I'm willing to put a bet on that. Because if you could do it on your own, you probably would have done it already. That's another thing to be honest with yourself about too, right? If you tried getting sober on your own for the last year, for the last two years, the last decade, what makes you think it's going to be any different now, right? I mean, our past is there to kind of help us determine what we need to change. And if you continue doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to continue to get the same results. So Use your past as a learning lesson and to, to make some necessary changes. And, uh, and that starts right now. That starts with doing something today. Do not wait because we're not guaranteed tomorrow, right? So um, that's all I have for you today. I really appreciate you tuning in to the podcast. It means more to me than you know. And uh, if you could rate this podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it. It's the only way that I can get this out to more and more people um, because I do not run ads and, uh, and it's the only way that others can see it and it might be able to save a life. So I appreciate it. Uh, if you are struggling with addiction, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Whether you need uh, treatment resources for my facility or you need an AA meetings list in your local area or you're looking to hire a coach, whatever the case may be, I will do whatever I can to help you. So much love. I will see you on the next one.